Hey, church, it's Pastor Mike. Welcome to my seven-minute almost daily podcast where we're just trying to adapt to the cultural changes that we find ourselves in, the stuff the pandemic has pushed upon us, pretty much unavoidable. But we're leaning in, trying to figure out how to get better. We call it ReChurch. Hey, church, thanks a bunch for coming out Sunday morning. We had a great time out there. I enjoyed it. It was a little chilly, rained right at the end, Um, but it was great to be together. That's why we did it, Um, and I'm super happy that so many of you made it out. It was nice to see half of your faces. Boy, you got to learn to read eyes, don't you? You can't see smiles anymore. (laughs) You got to smile with your eyes. (laughs) That is so challenging. Um, Hey, I met my mom's for uh, a few days. Those of you know uh, me, I lost my father a while back. It's been three, three, almost four weeks. And uh, mom came up for a couple days to uh, see family, brothers and sisters, or up in the Ohio area. And then I flew back with her yesterday and uh, we're hanging out for a few days, taking care of some stuff. It's great to be with her. She's doing good. Um, If you're interested, um, as you would suspect, challenging on many levels, but she's doing well. We're all doing well. Thanks for your continued prayers and support. Great question today. Um, uh, More than a question, really some observations and opinions really kind of all lumped together. I really appreciated getting it. I'm going to keep it anonymous because I haven't checked with this person. Uh, But I'm going to read their email in large part uh, verbatim. It says, hey, Mike, I'm hearing uh, Vista plans to return in person on November 8th. Why are we deciding to do this now? What makes it any safer now versus the spring or summer? I have concerns around it being part of the problem rather than the solution for COVID. I don't plan on returning in person, which is a really hard decision. I just like to understand the decision of doing it now when infection rates are just as high as they happen in the spring. I understand people are tired and ready to get back to life as quote normal and they miss people, et cetera, et cetera. But I do disagree with meeting in person inside right now. I'm guessing I'm in the minority in that decision. Uh, great, legit questions, uh, understandable posture. Um, I wouldn't say um, that person is wrong on any level. Um, I call it a trial run. We're, we are going back to in-person, not exclusively and not every week, just for your information. Um, I think um, the writer knows that. I'm just making it clear to you. Um, we're going to do two in November, two in December, November 8th, November 22nd, December 6th, December 20th, if all goes well. So I'd call it a trial run. And if you are uh, opposed to in-person gatherings and uh, you would consider this even potentially the wrong way to go, no, you would not be in the minority. You would probably be in the majority. The current trends across the United States suggests that only 30 to 35% of churchgoers are coming to in-person gatherings uh, when churches decide to do that. Not many take advantage of the opportunity. Uh, For us, that will mean maybe 50 people um, in each of three services, two on Sunday, one on Sunday afternoon. The first will be live streamed and then available so uh, we're still providing that digital 
uh, deal. And we will provide a digital offering in the, in, the, in the middle weeks as well. So from a digital point of view, there'll be no disruption. There will just be an additional opportunity for in-person gathering for those that want to do it. But it'll be uh, less than 50 people per service and in the rooms we'll be in. We can distance that pretty well. We can safely distance that. And with 14 days in between services, it, it gives us time to react and contact trace any symptoms that might be um, that might come up from those that were a part of the in-person gathering. I would say that it's also a provision, an, an offering to those who have been patient and don't share the same level of concerns or have a different view on the whole thing. And they've been monumentally patient as we've virtually ceased all indoor gatherings for eight months. I do want to say that this decision isn't to, to meet in person isn't a, a statement. Um, what do I mean by that? It's not, it's not saying, well, we know we're, we're no longer concerned. We're going to meet in person or we're tired of this or whatever. It's, it's not a statement and nor is it a judgment toward anybody's decision about whether they would come or not. Like it's not, okay, now we're doing in-person gatherings. And if you don't come, then there's uh, something wrong with you or, you know, you're not exhibiting enough faith or uh, you're being too sensitive. No, there, there's none of that. It's just simply an offering put out there for those who want to do it. There's really no judgment. Attendance isn't required, even of, of board, elders, staff, uh, leadership community. I, I fully anticipate that the percentage of people that come will be common throughout all those different sort of demographics. I, I expect maybe a third of the elders will feel comfortable, a third of the board, a third of the staff, a third of the leader. I don't see that being any different. And again, there is no message there. There's no judgment there. Everyone has to listen to their own conscience on this thing and do whatever they think is best. I don't expect many young families to come. There's only very limited child care. Um, I will recommend that if you're 60 or older that you don't come. 92% of Ohio COVID deaths occurred among the demographic above 60. I do think if it's safer for us to meet in person now, it's in large part because we're better educated and equipped, not because there's less opportunity for um, transmission or infection, generally speaking, but we are better at conducting ourselves in ways where we don't transmit. The people have learned, uh, they've accepted the better and proper safety practices. They've learned, we've learned to use a mask. We've grown more comfortable wearing them. We've built a certain level of respect for those with differing views. Um, organizations and churches likewise have learned new and better methods for admission and spacing and cleaning and contact tracing. So, if it's safer now, it's safer because of those sorts of things. All right. Like I've always said, we're in this thing together. I really appreciate the email input today. Those kinds of suggestions, questions, uh, inputs, viewpoints. Uh, we're all learning this thing together. And so let's stay together. Hey, don't forget this Sunday, Reverend Norman Brown is bringing the message. Get the word out. He and J. Jira Ministries, a really, really cool part of the Vista, well, let's say it together, Rechurch. <laughs>